0: what anyone else might say. This is about being willing to go against the norm to create magnificence in every area of your life. Genius was not created by following the rules. Everybody, it's Catherine McIntosh and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you. And I gotta be honest, I'm actually pretty nervous about today's episode. Um, so today's episode is called The Scariness of Being Vulnerable. And, you know, I was really looking at this, and I'm in this place right now in my life where I am going deep into introspection. And I remember eight years ago when I first started uh, the No Judgment Diet, I remember the moment that it was so scary to share with the world that I had a massive problem with my body, right? And I had kept my judgments of my body and the shame and the insecurity and the always feeling not pretty enough and not skinny enough and not sexy enough um, against me. And so I, I held this like long secret for over 20 years and I had this shame around food and this shame around my body. And yet I was a brilliant athlete And at some point, the shame took over and drugs took over and smoking cigarettes took over and my life became an obsession of what does my body look like and how do I change it? And when I first came up with the concept of the no judgment diet, I was a brand new mom. My son was two months old and I was staring at myself in the mirror in a full length mirror in my hallway, trying to get in into my skinny jeans and they wouldn't fit. And I remember five minutes into tears and screaming and crying and slandering myself with every uh, obscenity that I could think of, fat and ugly and lazy. And then I'm like, wait a second, you just had a baby. And I remember five minutes passed and I looked over and there's my son on the floor with these bright blue eyes and these this amazing skin. My son's now an eight-year-old redhead, right? By the time he was two months old and he was staring at me with this like awe and wonderment and what felt like gratitude. And I remember I had like this instantaneous light bulb moment and I went, holy crap. If I just spent five minutes missing out on receiving his gratitude, his adoration, his like everything, what the heck have I spent the last 20 years of my life missing out on because I was so invested in the judgments, Right. And in that moment, I demanded for an entire year, I was going to put myself on something that I called the no judgment diet. And I remember when I came out with this to the world, I had to admit to the world that I was insecure about my body. I had to admit to the world that I had a 20 year obsession That almost destroyed me. Um, It destroyed parts of my life. It ruined my business. It ruined a lot of relationships that I had, both friendships and intimate romantic partnerships. I let my body and how I saw my body get in the way of so much. And still to this day, I have some body dysmorphia. So when I look in the mirror, I don't always see myself. But I'm going to take you back. I'm not going to go into that story. What I want to talk about is the moment I remember that I was going to reveal my insecurities to the world. And it was the most vulnerable, like it almost still makes me want to cry to this day, because I was so scared to air my dirty laundry. Oh my gosh, I'm coming out of the closet with this 20 year secret that I hated myself and I hated my body. And, you know, it's interesting fast forward, eight years later, nine years later, I'm in such a different place with my body. So a year and a half ago, I made a demand, maybe over a year and a half ago, I made a demand to get in the best shape of my life. And I feel so fortunate because, you know, whenever I make a demand, I attract that what I need to learn. I attract the people, I attract the information, you know, so, um, I started to get more fit. I'd moved to Aspen, Colorado, and I watched all these people like do yoga and ski all day. And like, like they were having the time of their life. And I was like, I want that. I want that. And I remembered the kid in me that could spend hours Hours. I'd go from two hours of soccer practice to two hours of volleyball practice to coming home and playing for an hour in the neighborhood and then coming home and like falling into bed and sleeping like a baby. And so I was always this really active kid that loved the outdoors, that loved the intensity of of athleticism and the intensity of competition. And so when I moved here, I saw that in a lot of people and I was like, I want that. I want that spark, I want that energy, I want that intensity, I want that. And so I started to, you know, basically make some lifestyle changes. And I ended up meeting someone and dating them and learned so much about nutrition, um, things that I had avoided learning. And so, you know, I, I, fast forward, I basically in the last year and a half have completely changed my body. And I eat anywhere from two (laughs) to six meals a day. I'm eating all the time. Um, I don't think about what my body looks like anymore. And it used to be a 20 year obsession. And so the no judgment diet worked to get me out of where I was, and where I was was somebody who was secretly depressed, secretly ashamed of my body. I was constantly spending money on the next thing that was going to fix the problems I thought I had, right? Fix the cellulite, fix the the tiny little imperfections. And, and it's funny, I look at it now, and I'm like, wow, I... I remember that, but I no longer live that. And yet part of my business has been based on inviting people who are struggling at a core level with their self-esteem, with their body image, with their weight. And I always say to people like, why do you want to lose weight? And most people say, so I can feel better. And I'm like, no offense but losing weight is not the solution to getting to feeling better making a choice to feel better is the solution to losing weight and so i no longer go through these i mean i still go through my own insecurities and my own ups and downs but you know i was reminded by a really, 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 really close friend of mine who is so freaking dear to me. It almost makes me want to cry. And she's been there for me through thick and thin, through the ups and downs and through, she's watched sort of the evolution of my journey. And she started with me like back in the day when I was like, I'm just going to put this out to the world and see if people resonate with it. And when the feedback came back how much the no judgment diet and the things I was putting out in the world was changing people's lives. You know, I used to joke and say to people, I promise you, if you do this course, if you do the full 30 days of these videos and you do exactly what I tell you to do. Now, I'm not saying this isn't about a diet. This isn't about weight loss. This is about How do you get out of the judgments of you that you have, that you've held as true for maybe your whole life? And I used to say to people, when you truly do this course, your body may or may not change, but your whole life could change. Right, And people always used to say to me like, yeah, right, Catherine, that's easy for you to say you're sexy and you're pretty. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I never thought I was sexy. I never thought I was pretty. I didn't think I was anything except for the definition of the size of my clothes in the moment in time or the day of like my emotions and I really ran my life on how I felt and what I ate and how my clothes fit and it was I look back at that I'm like that's insane to literally run my life on on that. And now it's easy for me to look back and look at that and go, Oh my God, I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. And yet this morning I woke up with this vulnerability in my world of, well, I'm not there with my body anymore. Cause I'm not talking about, Oh, get out of the judgments of your body. I like, I wake up and I'm genuinely so freaking blessed to have this body and I realize how lucky I am and I realize how much I love being in my body, but there's some other things that I got to look at this morning that really brought tears to my eyes of the vulnerability of I'm on the edge of changing some really deep rooted insecurities um, that I could say they're from my childhood. I could say they're from my family. The truth is they're there. Are they relevant where they came from? And it's like, "Mm, not really. What is relevant is, oh my gosh, To be vulnerable with it. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I was reminded how vulnerable it was to share the insecurity I had with my body. And I thought that if I shared it, that I would, um, Diminish my value in the world, that I would become a shell of a person. I thought that if I shared the insecurities that I had and the struggle that I had had with food and body and weight, I spent over $250,000 trying to fix my body. I went to grad school to get a master's in somatic psychology at Naropa in Boulder, Colorado, because I, I was willing to spend hundred thousand dollars to change my own insecurities. That's how desperate I was. And so I, this morning I woke up going, wow. I have not been willing to share the vulnerability of the joy I currently have with my body. I'm like, well, but I don't have any problems. I'm Like, how am I gonna be relatable if I'm waking up in the morning happy in my body? How many people in the world aren't happy? And so it's now become vulnerable to share how much these tools have worked on me that I'm no longer that insecure girl in my body. I do have insecurities in other areas of my life, which may or may not be revealed in the future. But the point is when we're at the threshold of a massive change in our lives, when we're at the threshold of a massive insecurity that we're about to break open, It feels like this open wound that everybody can see. And you know what, my friends? You'd be surprised. Not everybody can see it. In fact, it feels so loud in your world and so vulnerable that you're like, oh my God, if I let this thing out, it might kill me. It might ruin me. It might, you know, drag me down. And the truth is. When you're willing to get that vulnerable with you, your whole life can change. And so, You know, I've been waking up and running anywhere from three to five miles in the morning. I'm road biking. I haven't pulled out my mountain bike yet this summer. I'm hiking a lot, but I'm really active. And I have to say that I haven't shared it with the world. Food is no longer something that I spend my time and energy on. But I have been spending my time and energy on these little minute, which aren't so minute, (laughs) insecurities around like my value. And as I'm looking at them and beginning to change them, there's this, this voice inside of me that wants to say, if you say this to the world out loud, nobody will like you. If you reveal this, your coach you're a consultant, you work with, for the world. And I've been fortunate enough to work with some of the most amazing people on the planet, people that I call dear friends. And, and there's this like, well, if I'm a coach or a consultant, or if I'm, you know, offering services in the evolution of your consciousness to the world, shouldn't I have my shit together? <laughs> Newsflash, I don't always have my shit together. Newsflash, there are areas of my life that, you know, I'm working on myself every single day. And the gift of the last year and a half of the world changing and the planet changing is this, this gift of spending so much time with myself that I had to self-reflect and go, what is it I really want to create as my life? So I was probably overworking and spreading myself really thin. And I got to spend some time with myself and really look at what's important. And relationships are important but the most important relationship you'll ever have in your life are two of them. The relationship you have with yourself and the relationship you have with your body. And then we can throw in there the relationship you have with a force or a source greater than yourself if you believe in it. But you got to start by believing in you first. You got to trust you with all your might. And don't look back. Don't doubt your choices. Don't doubt what you've done or how far you've come or the mistakes you think you made that you could self correct. No. Those mistakes are a gift in the evolution of your consciousness. Those mistakes aren't mistakes. They're gifts to wake you up to your own awareness and what's true for you. And so wherever you are in your journey, on your life, and in your life, I want to invite you to consider what if it's okay for you to admit to you where you feel most vulnerable. So in this moment in time, the place I feel most vulnerable, just like eight years ago when it was so terrifying to share about the judgments I secretly had been holding about my body, right now the judgments I have are, are, I tapped into it today and I've been tapping into it for a while, is this insecurity around relationship And the dance that I have personally had with how do I run a business, raise a child, and have a relationship where I feel that relationship and the relationship fuels me. And it's brought a lot of insecurity to the surface. It's brought a lot of like beliefs that are not true. Oh my goodness. And it's also brought this core foundation inside of me where I have this little, sometimes not so little when I'm not doing well, this not so little voice that says, I'm not enough. And I got to tell you, I know deep down that voice is a lie. And if I ignore that voice, that energy will run My life. And as I sit here in front of you sharing this, it's like, holy crap, right? And I got to say that I know the gift of vulnerability and the gift of sharing something that feels terrifying or feels scary is to invite you beyond your insecurities, is to invite you beyond the things that you hide or the things that you feel ashamed of or the things that you judge. You are a gift to the world and there is nothing that you need to hide. And with that being said, know who you can share what with. Know the people that will care for you in the moments when you need the most. Know the people who will hold those moments. And, and instead of slandering you, they respect you, right? They hold your vulnerability and they go, I gotcha. And you got this. I think, you know, in a world where we've been taught that If something's wrong, put a patch on it. (laughs) If something's wrong, fix it. What if nothing's wrong? And what if you could just sit with what is and in the sitting with it, the evolution of consciousness will reveal the gift that that is to you. So don't be in a rush to change things that you think you need to change. Be in a rush to become more of you. Right? Be in a rush to explore the greatness. Be in a rush to have so much gratitude that it overwhelms you and tears and shaking and sweating. Like, be in a rush to expose your joy. And so, this is your invitation, my friends. What is the thing that you keep a secret that brings you the most joy? And it's not about going around and like wearing it on your forehead or tattooing it on your arm. It's about, are you willing to just be it? Because when you be it, those that resonate with you will recognize it in you. They will see it in you and you will lift them up. And then they will take that information and that energy and evolve it in a way that works for them. So be vulnerable, my friends be bold, be courageous, be the exposure of possibility that invites the world to a different reality. Please stop following. (laughs) Please stop. Like, trust you and trust your gut and take information and make it yours. That's where success lives, right? That's where success lives. So the scariness of being vulnerable, what if you could afford to be scared because on the other side of your fear is the excitement of opening a door you've never before opened. So my friends, thanks for listening to this show. May you have an amazing day. Stay true to you and surround yourself with energies and people and places that make you come alive. Bye for now. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you liked what you heard, if you were inspired, comment, send us an email, let us know what changed for you and feel free to share with your friends. Also make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes and inspiration So you can create what hasn't yet been created before. It takes guts to do what you're doing. So if you're ready to be the rebel, follow me on Instagram at Catherine underscore Macintosh and follow the No Judgment Diet on Facebook and Instagram for the latest and greatest tips to tap into your brilliance and unleash your awareness. Genius was not created by following the rules.